This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Welcome to Among the Stacks. This is Amanda. And I'm Chelsea. And we are here to talk about library news, what we're reading, and different program happenings. So... We have been busy already in February with lots of programs. Um, A new Mm -hmm. one for me, I had the new in-betweens group that's been coming for tweens ages 10 to 12. I know, Chelsea, you've been working on the Makerspace with some programs. What have you been up to? Um, So I just did a Valentine's card workshop. So we had two classes for that. And I think it went pretty well. Good. Um, it's It's hard to navigate the cricket because... A lot of, there's a paywall kind of yeah. for a lot of the things that they have you could, to make. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to navigate that. But everything we've done so far has been free, and it should always be that way. Yeah. But um, it's everyone seemed to really enjoy it. Everyone got a really nice Valentine out of it. Well, that's why with the away. cricket we make them make their own account. That way, you know, yeah. if they're they're willing to pay for any images to print out. That's fine, or not really to print yeah. out, but to cut out. Um, yeah. But that just gives them that option. Uh, but there are lots mm-hmm. of free things. But yeah. I think with anything that's out there, there's going to be a cost to almost everything these days. So yeah. just part I of try it. to keep, I try to keep our prog- the program part, whatever we do, as free mm-hmm. as it can be. And if they want to embellish, if they want to veer off a little from the path that I have created, then they can uh, put their credit card information in and awesome. do whatever they want. But everyone seems to enjoy those classes. I'm happy people are using it. And even after I did one of my classes, one lady stuck around and created her own uh, cricket oh, thing good. to take home. So, that's awesome. So that's starting to roll roll out. So we're happy people are using our maker space. Yeah, I know Delonda has had several embroidery cl- classes. Oh, yeah. And they just yeah. stay full. You know, I think she's got a couple more still to do this month and... They seem to be going really well. So we're slowly getting into our maker space and getting that out there. Mm-hmm. But if you have any questions we about have, that, just let us know. Yeah, we should have programs every month. Maybe not every device every month, but every month there will be some sort of class. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in there and learn something, we've got something going on. So I think the poster your, printers use the most right now because that's just so yeah. simple. They just You just send us a file of the poster you're wanting printed and we can do that for you. Um, but mm-hmm. for the things that are more hands-on, there's still a learning curve that we're trying to navigate. But we're all getting there, and it's going to be awesome once we're yeah. all on the same page. There's so there is so much to learn on each. There is. Like, you might learn, like, I knew how to cut vinyl stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, even with what I thought I knew, there's so much more that I don't know. Right. So it's just, like, a lot to take in. Yeah. And even if I spent, like, every day on that cricket, like, there would still be stuff I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, um we're learning as we go. Yeah. As we teach. That's what my mom's always said. Learn as you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I can't think of any, there. I know, I know the, uh, there is a big art class going on next month, but like, yes, I, but I think it's already, it's already full. full. Like I scheduled to post that on Facebook last Saturday. And so when it initially posted, I went to our account to see, you know, who had registered and what the waiting list was looking like. It was already full within like an hour of it being posted. Yeah. I checked it yesterday and there was 47 people on the waiting list. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, That's crazy. I know. So I talked to one of the ladies at the uh, art guild 
And uh, Sheila has said, as long as we can get everything on the backside, you know, agreed upon, but we, we will probably offer a second watercolor class in March. Um, so just keep your eyes help. out for that because apparently that's a popular thing right now. And we want to make sure that we can get as many people in those classes as we can. Um, yeah. But that first one is full. Um, but I love, we got a new integration system on how we register for programs. And it really helps us see the waiting list better and how we can facilitate programs, you know, here and there and what the demand is yes. for everything. So yeah. I'm really liking it. Um, mm -hmm. Again, a learning curve with our patrons, getting them to know how to do that. It's not hard. It's just on our website, you click events. And then once you click on a program you're interested in, there's a little form that you fill out and it's super simple. Um, and then uh, if you put an email address in there, it will give you a notification or a reminder whenever your class is going to be coming up soon. So anyway, I love our new online system of getting people registered for programs. Yeah, it's really nice. Okay. Well, let's talk but about I books. Also have, Are you got anything else? I, I'm sorry. I had one more program. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Our, our first cookbook club oh, meeting right. uh, since we started back after the pandemic. And I was really surprised at how many people came because um, some I had a list of people who came before the pandemic. And several of those people have kind of dropped off. But we had several new people come in. Uh -huh. So we had a great turnout. Um, lots of new recipes tried and a lot of fun trying out new New recipes. That was, what was eat. that? The well-plated? Uh, I think it was called well-plated. Well-plated. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that's coming back, too. I know COVID really put a damper on that, but we're getting back out there. We're eating lots of good foods and just sharing with each other, I think, is so important. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, and we got to talk a lot about, like, um, cooking traditions, which was really nice because mm -hmm. everyone's kind of from different places yeah. and just uh, how recipes are passed down. So that was an interesting conversation we got to have in our meeting. So more than just reviewing a book, yeah. a lot of a lot of fun we have in that class or program. That's awesome. But now we can talk okay. about Okay. Sorry, I wasn't ready. trying to rush anything. <laughs> um, I don't care to go first. I've got a couple yeah, go books ahead. we can talk about on my end. Um so at the beginning of this year, I started reading a lot. And one of the ones that's really stuck out with me was called A History of Wild Places by Shay mm -hmm. Earnshaw. And the cover of the book looks like one of those ink blots. You know, like if you're going to some kind of... A rickshaw test. Okay. I'm so glad that you knew what that was called because it had left yes. my brain. <laughs> so it's, you know, you got that going on. But then at the bottom, you have like a woodland scene. So... This is going to be taken somewhere kind of maybe darker. Anyway, that's what that's kind of what I, what I gathered when I first picked up the book. Um, but it's based around, I'm fascinated by this, but like cults and communes. And mm -hmm. we've talked about this, me and you, Chelsea. But this one takes place in a little commune in a place called Pastoral. And it was originally... Is it real? It's not real. This is all fiction. Okay. This is a fiction book. <clears throat> okay. But it could be based on real things. I don't know. No, this is a fiction book. And at the premises of the story, there is a missing girl. And there's this man who used to be a former detective. And he's got this keen insight to be able to locate missing persons. <clears throat> Sometimes before, you know 
awful things happen and sometimes he finds them too late but he's got mm-hmm. this ability it's called after imaging so he can kind of see what has happened in the last moments of a person as he's on their trail per se and he'll just have these flashbacks of what this person was doing in this time period and I'm not really sure how that was acquired I'm sure it was in there and I just missed it but I love him. His name's Travis, and he had a really mm-hmm. hard story with a with his sister who um, she died of an overdose, and he ended up finding her when it was too late. And that's not the premises of the story, but there is this other girl that he has been hired to find, and this other girl is like <clears throat> he's out of retirement. Excuse me, he's out of retirement, and he's going to do this last job, and he wants to find Maggie. <clears throat> and these after images are taking him seven miles deep into the forest and he sees like snapshots of her as she's trucking through and as they get to this fence lunch you know he sees her kind of stop and it's like is she going to keep going or is she going to turn back and so basically you get in the middle of this commune and the people who live there um, this commune called pastoral it was created to have people that were like-minded they wanted a simpler way of life but they also feel like if they go outside the barrier they're going to get sick so you've got a lot of these you know I think if you're going to brainwash that's probably going on in this situation but it's ultimately about Travis trying to find Maggie and in the middle of this commune and it's not something I would have normally picked up but I'm glad I did um it had four star reviews on Goodreads. I gave it five stars because I just loved it so much. And I think you will do oh, good. I think it was really good. A History of Wild Places one. by Shay Earnshaw. I would have to be in the right mood for a book like that. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. But it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Anything else? You, you always you always pick creepy books, but my books are always... always they're either creepy... 180. <laughs> they're either 180 creepy. different. They're either creepy or they're just really, like, heavy. Um, and this, I guess, was I a little bit do, of both. I can't do that heavy stuff. I know. Well, after <laughs> your... If you've got a one that'll kind of get us off of the dark and dreary, I've got a heavy one after you're done, so... Well, I, I'm... I can give us two light ones. That's what okay, we need. I'll save... No, see, that's I'll what save we the need lightest. in this life. We need yeah, you I'll to save... keep us light and airy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save the lightest one for the last Perfect. one. But um, I, I think me and Jamie may have both talked about this series at some point in time. But it's the Thursday Murder Club. Yeah, I tried I to get into that, so but you love it. Go much. ahead. I love it so much. Good. I love the characters. They're just like this oddball old people. And they're out there just solving crime. Yeah. Just like it's, <laughs> you know walking the dog they're oh well there's a murder over there i guess we'll go and we'll check it out and see if we can solve it so um it's just so cute yeah even though it's sometimes grew like sometimes gruesome things yeah. happen in in the stories but they're just like well that's just how it is and then i went and saw bob and we went on a date and it was nice and and it just cracks me up i love the stories so the latest one that came out i think it came out last fall maybe but um it's called the bullet that missed Mm -hmm. and um, the stories kind of have run together on me so i'm trying to remember but i think it starts out like the mystery they're trying to solve the murder of this uh 
young reporter in their community that happened like 10 years ago. She went missing. There never was a body, but there was like a crime scene. So they're trying to figure out what happened to her. But in this, um, one of the main characters, her name is Elizabeth. She's an ex like MI6 mm-hmm. uh, spy. So she has all these dark twisted connections in her past so she starts getting threatening letters like i'm gonna kill you and she's like go ahead and kill me i don't really care (laughs) she's like you think you're the first person that's ever threatened to kill me but and then they're like well we're gonna kill your best friend joyce which is um part of the murder club Mm -hmm. so then so she's trying to kill the person who's trying to kill joyce before they kill joyce so (laughs) so but then she ends up well it's not the whole point of this right so i will tell you this if you don't want a spoiler alert Pass forward, but she, she ends up being friends with like the people, like they oh, befriend okay. each other, and it's <laughs> it makes you want to be friends with these con artists, right. which is like <laughs> you're like these are bad people. Yeah. They've killed people. They like do bad things and steal. But you're just like, oh, but he, he's so nice. <laughs> like you're you're rooting for their friendship with the Thursday Murder Club. Hmm. So, um, but in them trying to solve this murder it un there's like a twisted web of lies and crime that is discovered so i won't go into all of that but it is just such a fun all that whole series if you want to read it it's such a fun experience it it took me a while to get into it because i know you said you it was too many characters and it is a lot well Uh, and i think i've just read it after i've read something a little bit too deep for me and it just takes me a minute mm -hmm. to even i need to find something even lighter than that to get me back on track with something like the thursday murder but anybody that i have heard that has read that has loved it so i know it's just me um so i I would i think i've been even recommending that to people not that i've read it but i know that other people have enjoyed that reading so i love it it's it's fun awesome it's just a fun series and they i think Jamie said there's supposed to be six in the series, but we're only the third one just came out, but so it'll be a while. They before. were were they going to make this into a series on TV? No, have you heard anything? Not that I know okay. of. I couldn't. It remember. would make a good series, but I haven't heard gotcha. anything. Well, my next book is very deep, um, and it's been oh, talked. Always, I know it's been talked about a <laughs> lot lately. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of people <clears throat> talking about it. It's been rated almost fifty thousand times on Goodreads. Um, and it's called Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver. So it takes place in the mountains of Virginia. Um, it's kind of like on the Kentucky border. And you have all the hard things that can happen in the foster care system, as well as all the hard things that can happen to opiate addiction. And you have this young boy, and he's just born with a sad way to go his whole life. It's just awful. And I think it's important. Me and Jamie were talking about this because a lot of people just don't want to read about drugs and addiction and child Mm -hmm. labor and foster care and all of this, because, you know, it's just hard or it is hard. Or we have these preconceived notions of what addicts are. And, you know, I think there's not a person that I know that doesn't have a relative or know somebody who hasn't had an addiction issue, you know, and mm-hmm. it really hits close home with me, but you know, they're people. And I think sometimes, I mean, it is one of those things that they've made a decision at the beginning and sometimes it just happens when they're young kids. And I mean, when this has happened to the main character, his name is demon Copperhead. I mean, the, Copperhead is his nickname, but demon is his first name. 
um, he was a kid when he got addicted to drugs and it wasn't anything by his doing. It was just ingested into him as a child, you know, so he didn't really have Mm -hmm. a choice in all of that. So I think when you read hard books like this, I mean, it is hard, but you just gain a sort of empathy for people who are struggling with those kind of demons and, um, but, you know, Demon Copperhead in this story, he goes through, you you imagine it, and he's probably went through it. Um, and, I, you know, not to say, I mean, there are wonderful foster care um, moms and dads out there. And, you know, the ones that I see, I know that they're doing good work. Um, but this paints the picture of the ones who don't and who are, who are only fostering these kids to get their monthly check. And. That's Mm -hmm. what's happening in Demon over and over and over again. He's not just placed in one home for a little bit. He's placed in one until they're done with him for the summer for their workload, you know, and then taken somewhere else. And you just really get to, you know, the whole time I'm reading this book, I'm like, oh, the next chapter has to be better for this poor boy, you know, and uh, it just doesn't. But I will say there are times when you do see, flickers of light and you're thinking oh this is it this is it and maybe it is and maybe it isn't um I will say when it ended I did have a sense of relief about a lot of things with with this character and I know these were just characters in a book but like you you know when it's something that's so well written like Barbara Mm -hmm. Kingsolver has done time and time again it just really you just come to love these characters you know and like you think they're real people in your minds but she did a great job of really you know honing in on that um Appalachian culture and all that dialect and not that the whole Appalachian area is riddled with drugs and abuse because it's not you know but there are that's everywhere you know I think it's in every Mm -hmm. city and town that you go to um but she really brought this culture up you know you know right into your eyes and it was it was just so good um so I would just really recommend anybody even though it's hard it's a hard topic and we don't always want to read hard things but I do think it would give a lot of people you know make them have sympathy for others that you just see walking mm-hmm. I mean you know we, we see people every day uh, that may have some type of issues and we try to be as nice as we can to everybody we meet but I just want to have sympathy for people I think we all should and this book really I think help can help people have that sympathy for people who are just struggling with life yeah it was really good but deep and hard at the same time like I cried and I cried but it was so so good I know (laughs) but I gave that one five stars um, on Goodreads it's a 4.7 star book so wonderful good wonderful wonderfully great yeah that's that's hard to get that high of a score on Goodreads yeah she's I mean she's killing it with that one it was really good yeah. Okay, let's lighten well, up our load, Chelsea. The lighten. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. So, my lighthearted romance to end us on is called Thank You for Listening by Julia Wellen. I have I heard really good things Whelan. about this book. From me? No, I saw a review on it on maybe Facebook yesterday. I was scrolling oh, okay. and it well, was cool. on there. So, good deal. Well, awesome. So, I'm not alone. But um, this book is about a audiobook narrator which I've never heard That's of a fun. book about an audiobook narrator but um she... and now let me let me just interject a narrator okay. can make or break an audiobook yes and that's what sh- she is like 
a top notch a top notch narrator, narrator. Okay. like she wins awards oh. for her narration but that's because she was an actress oh, so okay. the, her backstory is that she went to Juilliard she was this like promising young actress and she had all these roles coming out but she like on her cusp of stardom she has this terrible accident that deforms her mm, a little bit okay. and so but she still has she her voice kind of, Sorry. She still has her voice. Okay. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> she still has her voice. So she that's kind of where she kind of falls into like a safety net of um, narrating audiobooks, which I did not realize, which I, I assume this is pretty true, like how much goes into narrating a book. Like well, you she know, talks about how... Can I just say this? They, there's sometimes yeah. when I'm like reading like books to my kid at night and I try to be like, ha, 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 you know, like all lighty dighty. I get tired after reading a while, like just out loud, yeah. like a chapter book to Silas yeah. at night. So I can only imagine reading these huge books and making sure they're perfect. Yeah. So she talks about how she develops the voices for the different characters mm-hmm. and how she does character mapping. So she knows like the interactions between the people and uh, what emotion to put in on different words and how she like does prep for her voice. So she knows how long after she cries, how she has to wait so long before her voice will return to normal. And I was like, golly, that's, that's crazy. So much <laughs> thought that goes into it. But anyway, so... That's what she does for a living, and it's kind of, the story is kind of about her, because she just kind of fell into this hole, like, Mm -hmm. because she's gone through this traumatic thing, she's just doing this job, even though she does do it well, and she does enjoy it, it's not her passion, and it's kind of re-finding her passion in life, and in work and stuff, so, um, there is a romance in there, Mm -hmm. and I won't spoil all of that, (laughs) but, um, you can you can pretty much kind of tell yeah. how it's going to go yeah. like who's going to be her love interest yeah. from the get go but um the opening scene is she's on an airplane mm-hmm. and i think i don't even think she was listening for work but she there was a kid that was sitting beside her that was getting on her nerves and she with her mother and she's like listen i'm trying to do work like can you leave me alone? And they're like, oh, yeah, Nan, no problem. And then so she puts her headphones back on to start listening to her audiobook. <laughs> and it's like a romance in a very romantic scene oh, that yeah. is playing. <laughs> and she's like, why isn't my headphones working? And her headphones have come unplugged during this. And oh, the child God. and the mother are just staring at her like, what you said you are were you working. Listening to? What are you listening to? <laughs> So that's the opening scene, and that made me think of, I was reading this book while I was on the plane uh, coming back from Hawaii, and there's not, like, it is a romance novel, so there are romantic scenes, but it's not, like, a ton of them, but I never knew where one was going to be, so I was like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Even though that book's just between you and, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, what if someone looks over my shoulder and sees something that, I don't know what's coming up, so I was afraid. I so like I could relate to the opening scene, but well, that sounds really. But it was cute. it was good. It's fun, um, fun read. Well, speaking it's of your on... little trip to Hawaii, I'm drinking your coffee right now, and it's delicious. I know Kona coffee. If anyone needs a recommendation, yeah, it was very good, good stuff. All right, what was your book called again? I'm sorry, I've interrupted again. It's oh, it's fine. It's called Thank You for Listening. It's on our um, staff favorite read oh, yeah. 
book display out front. So if someone wants to check that out, you're just trying to get, get me an extra books. point. You're trying to get all the points. <laughs> I need points to win our competition. Winning, but you know, Sheila's been putting her books out front, and so I think that's yeah, why she's, she's been putting pushing ours to the back. So we need we're gonna have to put hers in the back. That's right. We're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> well, good deal. Yeah, that's all I've got for right now. So until we meet again, we'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about library news, programs, and of course, the books we're reading. So have a great afternoon and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to seeing you among the stacks.